boom. Nothing but wood metal. It was heavier than shit. It donkey in the head? Donked me right in the back of the head. Oh. So work made me call this 1-800 number, and the 1-800 number said I had to go to the uh, urgent care. Okay. So I drove myself to the urgent care. But you got donked in the head. Right. Shouldn't somebody else have driven you? Okay. So That's I a get, good point. I get yeah. to the urgent care, and they're like, we can't do nothing for you here. You have to go to the ER. By the way, you can't drive yourself. Oh, so somebody <laughs> with reason. Yeah. So I went to the ER, passed all my tests, daddy, daddy, daddy. So while all this is going on. Oh, you were in concu- concussion protocol? I was in concussion protocol, yep. Uh, my boss comes in, turns in his laptop keys, doesn't say nothing to nobody, bounces in and out. Okay. Is it because he thought that he would be framed for what happened to you? No, because he was terrible at his job. Oh, okay. Probably thought he was going to get fired soon anyway, even though that wasn't the case. So uh, Because because they're desperate for employees yeah, and they would keep them forever? A thousand percent. Like, why do you think I'm still employed? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> WFOD starts now. My name is Mike. I am joined by my good friend, Mr. Drunkard STL on the Twitters. Somebody fucked up, baby sick. And guys, the king of pranks, the albino alligator, the popcorn bitch, Mr. Travis Hulse. Ayo. And Travis, what happened was, I'm watching this goddamn Netflix documentary, right? I'm watching uh, uh, American Nightmare on Netflix. It, spoiler alert, I know we just started gonna be my pick of the week because i, I want to talk about it and it, it i start the show with the pick of the week. i've been thinking about it but no i'm giving you a spoiler i'll tell you all again right, at the all end right, all right. american nightmare on netflix Trevor. it's all about how uh the vallejo police department the pieces of shit travis bad bad police department right yeah a lightning bolt hit me travis i was like wait we are friends with a fucking guy who works for the Vallejo Sun-Times. Who, who's known for years that the Vallejo Police Department is a pile of shit. Guys, Brian Kranz returned to the show. Brian. Hello. Right, so you knew they were pieces of shit? Why didn't you tell us? Uh, I, I, he just figured legal, out. Legal, legally, I won't call them that, but I believe in my shit. reporting over the years, <laughs> I have uh, responded with enough evidence for people to reach their conclusions. A similar conclusion. L- listen, listen, listen. Brian's a, jur- <laughs> Brian's a journalist. <clears throat> Saying there are pieces of shit is just like a summary of his reporting over the years. Uh, from my point of view, is all of the stories that he's written about the Vallejo Police Department. You look at them and they're like, yeah. I mean, to the average citizen, all of these people are pieces of shit. 
it's corrupt, it's garbage. I'm not putting words in his mouth. These are my words. Right, also, right. So I'm watching I'm watching characters on television and I say, Oh, those are pieces of shit on my television. We don't know nothing. We just know what we saw on TV. Listen, I didn't see it on TV because some fucking genius didn't decide to tell me he was going to invite my oldest friend on the show to talk about this documentary <laughs> that I haven't seen. In his defense, I do think it was in the Discord. Yeah, Travis, it was in the Discord. Goddamn well, not, Discord. Not only that, Travis, but... Mike Facebook messaged me three times a day about nothing. This is <laughs> this is the one time he decides not to Facebook message me is to tell me, hey, I'm going to invite your oldest friend on the show to talk about something he's knowledgeable about that you could easily watch on Netflix at the push, push of a button. And see, this is one of those great times where it's good to be the editor of the show because I can do like a bloop, 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 bloop and play the clip of a couple of weeks ago when both of you were saying you weren't going to watch any of the stuff. He said, stuff? yeah, I'm not going to watch it. I watch it. all the stuff. You don't watch any of the stuff, uh, Travis. We wa- talk to people every week, none of which you've watched any of you, their you, stuff. You made me watch Dinosaur Hunger Games. You that watched was- one dinosaur movie <laughs> one fucking time, and I'll never hear the end of it. Listen, listen. You made me watch that fucking Bone Hill Road to talk to somebody who never showed up for the interview. Guys, talk to the guy. He just didn't come. All right. Listen. All right. You're ta- arguing in front of Dad. Let's let's find out what it's you're ta- you're ta- you're talking. You're talking. We said we wouldn't watch any of this bullshit. You're talking about something that's on Netflix. I don't have to download a screener link and watch it on some goddamn fucking weird ass password protected device to watch something that looks like it was made for thirty dollars. We're talking about a Netflix three part documentary that everybody's watching. So Brian It's no it's number one. It's number one right now, yeah. Brian, this specific thing you already knew about this specific thing. I knew you knew about some of the people involved, but these people you were already up on. Well Mike, you should probably recap it quick for the people who haven't seen it. Like me, I'm holding my hand up here. It's an audio yeah, medium. Yeah, you didn't see People it, did you, Travis? can't see my hand. So why don't you just kind of quickly, before you get to Brian... Is this a uh, one-parter or six it's episodes? three-parters. Or... They're like 40 minutes each. Okay, that's not bad. And it's a couple. A guy breaks into their house in the middle of the night, kidnaps the gal, right? Okay. Oh, I did see previews for this. Okay, okay, okay. okay. It looks awesome. It, it, <clears throat> It, yeah, it looked awesome. I was interested, right? Does it feel does it feel like it's uh, 40 minutes, three episodes? Because I'll tell you what, the thing that we actually did this weekend and the reason why I haven't watched this was because between football games was like, oh, do we watch this or do we watch this older thing? Well, we decided to watch uh, Joe Berlinger's John Wayne Gacy tapes, which <laughs> they, it is also three episodes, 40 minutes a pop. But I'll tell you what, I feel like I've been watching them for seven years. Yeah, but Travis, every, we, we don't... every time you watch those, you feel like you're going to fall asleep. We had to watch them in 10 minute increments. We have 10 minutes left. I couldn't stop. We should have watched American Nightmare, which I would have done if I know we were talking about it. Yeah, but we don't have any friends that know John Wayne Gacy, Travis. I actually, I, I did a project on him in college. I went to his house where it used to be. So <laughs> you went I, to his I house? That. Yeah, I went to his house. It's creepy. I I made a documentary about John Wayne Gacy in uh, high school. Uh, We did a documentary series about serial killers in uh, video arts class. Travis, you made a documentary about John Wayne Gacy? Uh, It was. Yeah. Yeah. It was. uh, We did uh, like three episodes. It was all about serial killers because the Midwest is is rife with them. Why can we not watch this, Travis? 
uh, that one was the only the only video arts project that I kept was the uh, past mentioned uh, Queens in Space, the sequel. And I don't think anybody's allowed to see that anymore. I feel like I'd probably for certainly get canceled for something that I did in 1997. We need to watch that movie. We need to find this John Wayne Gacy documentary. I we need to unearth all of Travis's the, uh, old projects. Death Museum. It does, <laughs> Brian, does somebody live in John Wayne Gacy's house? It's there's a house there because, you know, they had to like they had to demolish the whole thing because it was, you know, an excavation site. But it was just a house. The grass had grown long. And like when I was there, you know, to to film stuff with my camcorder at the time, it was like a dreary day. It was just like one of those like, OK, I got my 10 seconds of video. I'm going. This is creepy. I don't like it. <laughs> I could imagine the the first episode, Brian, you kind of go through the whole thing and you you almost kind of have the police's point of view by the end of that. They, they did a really good job, I would say, with this documentary. Uh, because, like, I was kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, they they, they kind of let you think, oh, yeah, yeah, maybe he is full of shit. And maybe the gal did uh, kidnap herself or something, you know? Yeah. But then at the end of the first episode, Brian, they just show the gal. And it's like, well, the gal wouldn't talk for this if... She kidnapped herself, I don't think, right? No, I, 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 I firmly agree with you. Like, I, I know this story. I've known, I've known about it for a long time. And I will say it is a really good documentary. Those 40-minute episodes go real fast. And it's really well done. There's a lot of stuff in there that I hadn't seen. Like, they opened up with, like, police body cam footage of them entering the house where this, these, this person, these people have set up this elaborate trap essentially for this guy that say hey don't call the cops and don't go outside this box or taped to the floor on your couch and we're watching you via camera it's like this insane scenario that they set up and so even in the first episode it feels almost like a complete story so yeah like i i think they did it i think they did a fantastic job production company had interviewed me like way early in the process and they're like oh should we interview you i was like i know nothing personally but here's and they did a fantastic job with getting the right characters you know, it's one of those great documentaries where there's no narrator. They just have everybody telling sure, the story. Yeah. And that is so difficult to do. But it's such it's yeah. First episode. Phenomenal. I'm just I'm just uh, in love with what they did with this story, even though it's an insane story. Travis, the story, it keeps getting crazier and crazier, right? It seems to be a tale of gross negligence. Like, I think that that's really what it boils down to. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So basically what you're getting into immediately is the police that are like, we know what we know what it is. You know, this is a story of a kidnapping or a woman that's missing. And they're telling the story. Hey, these guys came into the middle of the night and they took my girlfriend. It's like, well, that doesn't happen. Like kidnappings, people usually know it. It's family. It's stuff like that. You know, I actually have these... that clip, right? Oh, I think that people kidnap people. I don't know. I don't know. I know. I've been And they're wearing, what, what, did they swim in wearing their wetsuits? I mean, come on, man. It doesn't make any freaking sense. So now I get out my puzzle pieces and I start figuring out, okay, how do I make it so you look like a monster? And he's not wrong, Brian, because if somebody told me, hey, a guy in a wetsuit came and kidnapped my girlfriend in the middle of the night, I'd be like, yeah, no, that's weird. So what does this first episode play out like at the first half of a dateline? My girlfriend got kidnapped. I go to the police. Is that kind of what this first episode is then? Yeah. And then them saying, of. no way you probably did something. 
a movie had come out a year before and I guess they had recently seen the movie. So they decided that the movie plot was probably also what happened in this real crime. It's gone girl. Yeah, I have a, I was, I I have a clip say, of I have a clip of the movie. By, by, just by watching the previews, oh. I was like, "This is real life Gone Girl. This is what exactly what happened." Uh, this, this, yeah, this is a clip from, so, from the movie. So good. Uh, New shit has come to light, and, and shit, man, she kidnapped herself. It's from Gone Girl, Travis. I, I think you might have pulled the wrong clip. <laughs> You, you ever see Gone Girl, Travis? So what she yeah. does is she like frames Ben Affleck because Ben Affleck was fucking around on her. Yeah, Jeff Jeff Bridges is not in Gone Girl. So yeah, no. They, <laughs> so they keep referencing that over and over again, like you know, oh yeah, it's just a Gone Girl. Well, and I I think the funny the funniest thing for me in this whole thing, in this whole media perspective, in the movie Gone Girl, they have somebody like Nancy Grace who is completely parodied to a T in this movie. <laughs> And then as they play in the documentary that I thought was hilarious, and I'm so glad that they put this in there because I remember telling the producers about this. They have the clip of Nancy Grace calling this woman in Vallejo like the new Gone Girl and like none of it sinking in her. But like they, that movie parried you and now you're parodying that movie. Well, if you if you Nancy Grace was actually in Gone Girl, it was wasn't it? Wasn't it actually Nancy Grace in Gone Girl? I'm almost positive it was actually her that yeah. they used. Was it really her? I'm almost positive it was that actually Nancy Grace in that movie. That makes sense. Nancy Grace wasn't in Gone Girl. Gone Girl, like the movie. Travis is fucking wrong. I know you've seen the Affleck movie. Travis, what eventually happens... So, it, so everybody is assuming it's a Gone Girl. Why are they talking to this guy? They're talking to him like he's a suspect. They wanted him to be the suspect, Travis, and so they're grilling him to be the suspect. The kidnapper, I, this really happened, Travis. You can't do spoilers, right? I was going to try to not spoil it for you, but I'm just going to spoil it for you, Travis. Well, I mean, you you, you can spoil the story. It the, really did happen. The but broad, it, go ahead. The kidnappers dropped the broad off, Travis. And she's just like back. And they're like, oh, well, she faked the whole fucking thing because kidnappers don't drop people off. I dropped off at her parents' house in Huntington Beach, 400 miles away. Like what? that's... Yeah. So, yeah, and they have like and they have all the news footage of her like wearing a sweatshirt over her head and like all the media just all around her house. Like, why won't you talk to us? They why didn't bring her they us? didn't bring her back to her actual house where she lived. They took her no. to her parents' house. Yeah, Travis. They took her to her parents' house. So then the cops just go on TV and say, Hey, these guys fucked around and they wasted all of our research. It was a gone girl. And so then everybody, of course, is mad at him for doing a gone girl, Travis. Yeah, you can't do a Gone Girl. They had that press conference like right before the like right before the nightly news, and everybody just <laughs> they just ran with the story because they're like, "Well, hey, she showed up in Huntington Beach. Why won't they talk to us?" Yeah, we spent eighteen hours with your boyfriend accusing him of murdering you and throwing the body away. Yeah, but why won't you talk to us? So they did this press conference, and everyone just ran with it, and that's just sat there for just months and months and months. Where so many people. That you know, that's just right here in the Bay Area, but it was like national news where somebody's like, Oh, this it, they pulled a gone girl. So then Travis and everybody, and everybody got that reference. For the, so then Travis, what happens? This is, is this this is eerily similar, not not to interject. I just started watching the fifth season of Fargo. They do an opposite gone girl where uh they kidnap Juno Temple, she escapes, 
comes home, she was reported kidnapped uh, every, because she was. Uh, she was reported kidnapped. She comes home, says she wasn't kidnapped. She just needed a break. But the cops are like, no, we think you were kidnapped. And she's like, no, I was just out. I just needed a little break. I needed some air. And they're like, no, we're pretty sure you were kidnapped. And she's like, nah. So they're not investigating me. a kidnapping that didn't happen? They're investigating the kidnapping she said didn't happen, but actually did happen. That oh. I'm only two episodes in. Uh, so I'm not exactly sure how it all plays out. But yeah, so it's like the opposite of the fifth season of Fargo. This is man, the media really capitalized on this story. So, how, how old is this story? Brian, this is my what? favorite part. 2015. So trust this might be part everybody just assumes this gal did a gone girl. They're hiding out because everybody's mad at him. Yeah. And who comes to the defense of the gal? But the kidnapper rapist, the kidnapper rapist starts emailing people like the the papers and and the, 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 the police. And they're saying, hey. Quit saying that lady did a gone girl because I kidnapped her. It's not fair that you're being mean to her. Be mad at me. I'm the rapist kidnapper. Don't, don't be mean to the gal I kidnapped that I kidnapped and assaulted. I did it. Let's. Just, I would like to quote from the source material. You have, uh, you have, have the email. I, ha- I have. I have the FBI file like in my hand uh, <laughs> for uh, fellow listeners, and this is. Uh, Saturday, March 28th, 2015, to a reporter at the San Francisco Chronicle. Uh, they, by then, they had re- referred to the woman as uh, or vict- victim F, so they put that in the in the file. But they said, basically, we kidnapped victim F and held her for ransom after breaking into the home of victim M. The kidnapping was not a hoax, and neither is this statement by us, the perpetrators. And it goes on for 20 pages. <laughs> 20 pages? <laughs> With all of the details of the kidnapping? Or is it more like a manifesto where they're like, we kidnap. We This is what we do. Give us credit for our lives work. We're the best kidnappers. No one kidnaps you, like us. We're such good kidnappers. You think she did a gun, girl. <laughs> no, this is actually the interesting thing. Because I remember reading this before listening to like a comprehensive part of the story. So it's just reading this. We are three acquaintances, two of us college graduates, who followed a path we did not think would lead to such a horrific crime. And they go on to say that they're like gentlemen thieves, like an Ocean's Eleven bit. But they go on, they're like, oh, we basically just been casing homes up and down Mare Island. We'd be using a drone to like look into people's. And it's just getting like, oh, we were responsible for all these these car thefts that were going on on Mare Island at the time, which were entirely true. Yeah, it's just these guys that sent this. They're kind of like confessing, but they're like, hey, the cops called this a hoax. It You should believe the victim here because we did it. So, Brian, I, I know that you, you have to maintain some kind of professionality here. Is professionality a word, Travis? Yeah, people know what you mean when you say but, like, it. it how bad do the cops word. have to be that like the, the, the criminals have to write emails to tell them, <laughs> hey, well, you, you should come you get should us. Be looking- we did crime. You should be looking for us, not blaming her. We stole all these cars. Did you even notice that the cars are gone? It it sounds like so hilarious. But the thing is, like, I was watching this documentary. Like, right. I know this police department. I know the names. I know the people. And I was going through. And then at the end, I expected, like, you know, they have the, the titles. And then this, uh, this happened to so-and-so. And this happened. It left out so much other thing. Like, this police department, up until at least 2019, 
had a tradition of when they shot or killed someone on duty, they would have a party or go to the bar across the street from the police department and bend the tip of their badges to kind of just commemorate that they had killed someone. Even in the book that they were talking about it, like, oh, we were interviewed by this nice detective. His name was Sean Kenny. We learned that he killed three people in five months in 2012 and was never like reprimanded or anything. And he was promoted the whole time. And then he went on to teach other police departments how to use use of force. So, the, you know, the bent badge, do you keep it there? Is it like a teardrop yes. tattoo? Yeah, they would they would like wear it in their dress uniform. They would they would wear it. No one did anything meaningful about it in terms of like looking into it and realizing like, hey, as some people who found out their family members had you no know, were part of this tradition and were killed by the police. So like this is a murder cult. You know, they had a higher rate of killings than like most other people. You know, it's just and the thing is, like everybody gets promoted. No one gets fired. No one gets investigated for anything. And then this is just an example of how they can't be bothered to do their jobs. So like other departments were like, hey, we might have a suspect in this. Is your case really a hoax? Like, yeah, no, no, no. We pass. We pass it off to the FBI. They're not doing it. We're literally not investigating this whatsoever because well, we had a hunch. Yeah, the, and we don't want to get that, that get in the way. The reporter that got the big email from the kidnappers, he sent it to him, and they didn't even respond. I mean, that, that anybody could have made that email, right? Sure, I guess. You know, and I mean, the interesting thing that you played, the clip that you played of, you know, the guy where he's, I even made that no, that quote in my notes, like, "How do I make it look like you're a monster?" They says to this to the, the boyfriend, right? That guy's name is Matt Mustard. Yeah, he's the he's the head of the police union at the time. Really he's cool like name, running. He's way. running the entire police department. Yeah. Matt Mustard. Yeah. That's the, a cool yeah. He name. did it. He, he committed the crime with a candlestick in the yeah, whatever. Yeah. But no, he's and I've, I've been writing about him the longest in this case. And that's what I could tell when the documentary dropped, because all of a sudden all my old Twitter stories regarding this one detective all came like we're getting retweeted by people like all over the place. You're like, so I was oh, just like, Oh, the documentary has arrived. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> Let's get those clicks, baby. But that that's interesting wording. Uh, mate, like he, he wants to make the guy a monster. Like the guy is either a monster or he's not. Unless you're looking for a fall guy and you don't want to investigate this anymore. And you're like, Oh, this is the easiest thing to do. We got we got brown people to kill on the streets. (laughs) But yeah, like but like so the same detective, like two two quick stories. One, there was a case where a woman was killed in the hotel room and he's the detective. He shows up. The forensic pathologist says, like, this is an accidental test. This is or inconclusive. This isn't a homicide. And he literally tried to pressure and say, like, what do you have to do to make this a homicide? Like, how do what like what, what how do we how do we get this to bend to my rule? And she was basically like, no, I I won't let you do that. And then there was another case. This case was going to trial when COVID hit. Lockdowns hit. Solano County, where this is all located, was like the first place where it transmitted from person to person in the community. So, like, we're kind of the barrier is like the epicenter. We're all like freaking out. But the prosecution's like, we're going through with this case. This guy's charged with these rapes. And Detective Matt Mustard is testifying. And the defense finds out. Hey, so the DNA evidence on one of these cases it is isn't does not match this guy whatsoever. He is not the guy who did it. And the detective, he testifies on the stand like, oh, I never, they never, the, the, the DNA people never called me from the state. They never told me that. And then the defense brought up like three of those witnesses. Like we called him many times to tell him that. Like he, he knew that this DNA was not a match and he just ignored it. And they even brought if, this guy Even to trial. if they didn't call him to tell him that it wasn't a match, why is he saying it is a match? Right? Like, so you can't say this DNA proves it. 
if you got well, no it, it's crazy that you even got to a point where you're on a stand in a courtroom if the DNA doesn't match. Like, why shouldn't you be prepared for what you're going? I would think if I was going to be testifying in a court, I would have a pretty good idea what you were going to ask me before I got there. But, <laughs> right. it, but it was so egregious and so bad that even when there was a pandemic and like two of the jurors called in like, uh-uh, there's pandemic. I'm not leaving the house. But they just kept on and on every day that the CDC is like, shut it all down, shut it all down. And the prosecution's like, we're not resting our case. We're going through with this. And the judge is like, all right, we'll just let the trial keep going every day. He messed up so bad that like perfect par- pandemic. Let's try to bury it. And I was just sitting in the back of the courtroom tweeting away the whole time. <laughs> but, but yeah, but no, it's just one of these happens, cases where right? it's like, he's, yeah. He's still got a job. The, the, he's still getting promoted, right? Uh, I reported out that he got them to lower the standards for the sergeant exam so he could make sergeant and he's no longer the union president, but he's on indefinite medical leave. And last I checked last time numbers were available, he's getting over $400,000 a year in total compensation to not do anything. (laughs) Depends on who you ask what he's doing, but he doesn't have to show up to work. Must be nice. That sounds like a public sector job. Well, now he's Netflix famous, though, Travis. So, That's so expect his book anytime soon. Sure, he's been he's been twenty twenty famous before that. There's there's been podcasts, but this I this I so far and all the different ideations of the story, like this in terms of like true crime, which I'm not a big fan of, even though like my work aligns with it so well. This the way they did this, you know, like they did like little bits of reenactments, but it was so tastefully done and so well shot the use of body cam the way they introduce witnesses yeah and one of the i think one of the greatest things that you you notice on second viewing or first viewing of me not a single vallejo person talked to them not their public information officer no one but all these other departments were like yeah we'll make our officers available yeah we cracked this case <laughs> this is us we'll absolutely talk to you documentary crew sure. oh am i the hero in this story oh look at that yeah so that department yeah. seems like they know how to keep their mouth shut they are currently under investigation by the California Department of Justice. <laughs> but yeah, there's they're, they're supposed to be going undergoing all these reforms. They're not really doing it. And a lot of it had to do with just the violence towards someone. They just pull people over and, you know, fists start flying. And there was a they did bring in a separate police chief before that was looking to reform the department and starting to do the right things to bring in the right officers to kind of change things. And he got chased right out of town. Uh, while we're talking about this uh, this this show, uh, I- I'm getting a look at drunk, and I think drunk needs a little caffeine. So maybe we're doing this now, forty minutes into the show. Well, We've you, only been doing it a half hour. We started late. Are you thirsty, drunk? You're thirsty, aren't you? Not for an energy drink. You should have done this at eight. That well, is forty. You- hey, you had a long day. You need some pep in your step, buddy. Oh, yeah. All right, the soda. I'll do a soda. Plus, we got to get you out of you're out of concussion protocol. We got to give you a little juice. <laughs> oh, is it a king of cola? King of cola. You need a a, a bottle opener for this one. Please give us a score one two. Digging for a bottle opener, guys. Oh, I think he's got one. 
I think it's a real mistake to not drink the energy drink because I'll tell you what, if Mike likes the, those energy drinks, they're gone by the time you get there next. That's fine. You sure? Uh, woo! Woo! Yeah, uh, Travis, uh, uh, Delvin Cox, he mailed us a sixer of the Ric Flair uh, woo energy drink. Uh, a gem of a human being, that Delvin Cox. Get a, give a try. And I, I told Drunk that we got him. And he was acting real pissy about it. He's like, oh, I'm not drinking energy drinks. Ugh. He thought, well, like, no, said, Delvin was trying to... says it's got mushrooms in it. Yeah. Didn't he always come to your house, and the first thing he did was grab the most expensive energy drink he could oh, find? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he, he pulled, oh. But that was when he, he worked uh, nights. So, ah. like, he'd go home and party, Travis. Now yeah. now he's a big boy. He works Big boy in the working morning. a day shift. Yeah. He Into works the night. in the morning. <laughs> So drunk so has a. Uh, this is called cock cola. It's got a rooster on the bottle. Oh, clever! Uh, it says uh, strong cola taste, and it's made in the USA, pure cane sugar. So none of that diet bullshit. There's no tagline on there, like something like, "Let's no. let our cock rock." Yeah, yeah, um, they're missing an opportunity there, aren't they? There's probably something wonderful you could put on there. Ooh, Mikey likes it. That's a strong cola taste. You like it? I do. What do you mean by strong cola taste? You want a sample? Yeah, put a little in that uh you, that mason. You know, there. he means like you know when you have a Daddy cola wants a swig. And there's there's not much cola taste. This is the opposite of that. It has a whole lot of cola <laughs> taste. Uh eight seven. Wow. That might be the king of the pops right there. Guys, I don't like that at all. Wow. You're not a fan? Too much cola taste for you? (laughs) It's kind of like I like my coffee. I like it strong. Yeah, no. Yeah, it tastes more like like an iced tea than a cola. It kind of tastes like you mixed a iced tea with cola. But you like iced tea. It has no zip. Has no pop. What do you mean it don't have no zip? Tastes kind of flat. Did you not get enough bubbles? I didn't like it. I don't like that at all. And I don't like this Ric Flair shit either. I don't oh, like it. <laughs> Ready? Woo! Yeah, I don't I don't like either of these. These are both so you're bad not, drinks. So, so you're not going to go in on uh, Ric Flair's crypto then? You don't like his energy drinks, so crypto's out, out of the picture? I don't know, maybe. I'll tell you, that might not be bad with a little bit of vodka. Oh, like as a mixer? Yeah, so uh, New Amsterdam makes this uh, passion fruit vodka. That would go pretty good. Okay. There are very few things that exist that don't go well with vodka. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know. I don't like a vodka cola. I don't prefer it. I don't love it either, but, you know, you can drown the taste of the vodka with cola. The first time I ever got intoxicated at school, I think it was in uh, junior junior high, it was vodka cola. I was like pretty much trying to drink as much vodka as possible before school because we had a little thing that we were like, hey, let's all get fucked up and go to school, which, you know, uh, in hindsight, seems real stupid to do. Great idea. How does does daddy Travis feel about that? (laughs) It's like, yeah, let's, I was standing outside my bedroom uh, over the wash tub, just pounding Fleischmann's vodka and chasing it with cola. Was just awful. Um, yeah, that terrible. day didn't go well for me. 
Dude, I'll tell you what, the first day time I had vodka went down like water, dude. I'm not kidding. Water. Schmeared off. You weren't trying to chug it at 6 a.m. before middle school. No, you're right. This was at a party in probably ninth grade. <laughs> oh, you mean, <laughs> you mean the right time to do it? <laughs> me and, uh, me and not an hour before science class. Right. <laughs> me and Neil Otten, we used to go out uh, by the treehouse and try to smoke newspaper. Newspaper. Yeah, we just roll up some newspaper and set it on fire and try to smoke it. Uh, I yeah, that, that's. I don't think that's. Uh, I don't think that's a super super unique thing. I think. I mean, uh, I've smoked a lot of weed with a Bible page, but oh. I think we had different kind of child. What are you, Doug Stanhope? <laughs> I, somebody said, "Should we do this?" I was like, "I'll do it with you." I don't give a fuck. Yeah, but he's. He, Turning his nose up to a Ric Flair energy drink. I didn't turn my nose up to it. I I don't want to get poisoned. He was burning ditch weed in Corinthians. I don't want to get poisoned by the energy drink. It's a a little late for... Guys, what we're going to do? Woo! Going to take a break. Going to regroup. When we come back, I I got lots of stuff, Travis. I got plenty of stuff that we need to talk about. Not not American Nightmare? Just, Just keep it... Just make it the American Nightmare episode. Oh, we got other stuff. Wow. Cody Rhodes, Woo. the American Nightmare. Woo! He, he gets a couple swigs, Travis, and he, you can't stop him. Wing! Dubfod goes hard. It's time once again for the Hollywood Beat with your inside source drunk, and this week he talks to Jason Statham about his new film, The Beekeeper, in theaters now. What is this movie about? You know, it had a universal appeal. It's a, it's a very, it's a very sort of a touching film, if you like. So it's like a romance thing. He has this very, you know, sweet relationship with the honeybees. And dude, you play a bee fucker. You know, he's living in the garden of a, a very sweet lady. That you know, they have these exchanges of pleasantries every day, and they, they have a very sweet connection. You're a fucking old lady. This lady is a significant thing for him in his life. What do you think about when you masturbate, Richard Dreyfuss? I never thought about my mother. (laughs) Why not? I never thought that if I had thought of my mother, I would be thinking incestuous thoughts. That never occurred to me. And yet, incestuous thoughts was the engine that drove my masturbation. Incestuous with who? Across that street. Yeah. Um, Why remind one to know? Mr. Holland has incestuous thoughts. Dad will be home soon. We might get caught. You're, you're fucking your sister. What are you doing? Do you have a sister? Yes. Did you ever give her what we called a movie, a, a movie actor kiss? No. Did but she ever ask you? No, we didn't even like each other when we were kids. We were always, we were like two, what? Of course not. Yeah. The guy Water. And then they have cans of soup. 
of soup. And they throw the cans of soup. That's better than a brick because you can't throw a brick. It's too heavy. But a can of soup, you can really put some power into that, right? And then when they get caught, they say, no, this is soup for my family. They're so innocent. This is soup for my family. It's incredible. And you have people coming over with bags of soup, big bags of soup, and they lay it on the ground, and the anarchists take it, and they start throwing it at our cops, at our police. And if it hits you, that's worse than a brick, because it's got force. It's the perfect size. It's like made perfect. And when they get caught, they say, no, this is just soup for my family. Live. Internet radio. Online and on your mobile device. You are now listening to the Dub Five. Congratulations. Ever been using your phone's GPS and thought to yourself, this bitch don't know me? Who gives her the right to tell me where to go? Maybe it's time you get the directions from a friend. In half a mile, keep right. Go to WFODicks.com and look for ways under the extras tab. In .1 miles, turn left. And then, turn right. Mike is the driving companion you've always wanted. Get him today. Turn left. Once again. WFOD. Wheelbarrow full of dicks. to get you involved in podcast drama but beef 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 no you don't brian something happened brian loves the beef and uh i have a a bit of a bone to pick with the uh play some video games podcast travis um now delvin is one of the four who's on this delvin's on it travis and did, did, did Delvin send this Ric Flair energy drink as an apology for something? No, he had sent it prior, and that's why it pains me so much to have podcast beef with him now. Because no, it doesn't. It doesn't pain you at all. Because he sent us this nice gift, Travis, and now I'm mad at him. If it pained you, just let, it, let, the, let the river flow. So but he, he asks for questions, Travis. He asks you for love the beef. Just say questions just about say video it. games uh, for his video game podcast. And so I asked one, Travis... And their response was not not good. I, I didn't like it, Travis. I I have a couple of clips of the Play Some Video Games podcast uh, to share with you guys. Um, and we're, we're going to have to go to war with them, I think. I'm sorry to say. All right. Enough of the same that war that Time to get into questions. Jingle. Starting off with a hell of a question. 
WFOD show says when Samus turns into a ball, is her head in her butthole? No. These are these are your people, Delvin. No. That doesn't even make sense. It does make sense, first of all, because <laughs> now, uh, now a person can do somersaults. Mark, sure, that was, that, that was a bad question. But Samus like forms a perfect ball and can just roll as long as she wants, so she has to be contoured, right? So her head has to go into her butt. Was it the same? What does Sonic do? Sonic's head probably also goes into his butt, but he also has those spinies that probably fold down so that he makes a perfect ball. It's not a bad question. It's worth discussing. Is it? <laughs> so you guys are on you guys are on their side? Yeah. I mean, it would be a, a better question to say is her nose in her vagina? I wanted to keep it classy, Travis. Why would we do that? <laughs> so I mean, if you're going directly to butthole, you might as our, well The name of our podcast is Make a pit stop at the vagina. WFOD. So then this this is the the clip, Travis, that really broke my heart. Okay. Oh this, boy. This is after they had a brief discussion about how Samus's head does not go in her butt. What sense would it make for her head to go in her asshole at all? No. no. Again, these are your people, Delvin. No, my people. <laughs> oh. These are Delvin's people. Like we know yes. these accounts that are tweeting us. We know. No, no. Yes. Not my people. Just- <laughs> oh. He denounced me, Travis. Now that hurts. Do you believe that? I think that was more directed at you because he knows who asked the question. But what? they said these are your people. These. Yeah, I mean, like, I tra- I, first of all, groups. I tweeted from the show account, so he doesn't know it's me. I mean, it is, and I'm sure. Who else knows. tweets from the show account? Have you ever? But I, I mean, like, I'm not account? one person. I'm not one. I'm multiple people. No, the WFO, you guys are people. The WFOD we're show is the people. Mike Moore show. Delvin guys. says we're not his people is what he yeah, said. We, they didn't say these are not my people. That He should have said Mike is not my people right. to make me feel better and no, you no, feel better. No, we're a collective. We all no. tweet from that account about Samus going in her butthole. Never once I didn't ask from that, that goddamn stupid ass question. You You're the guys same guy have who to back me. We're a every, group. Every actually, time no, somebody, as a this is fact, actually an, in every this, argument, I take the opposite stance as you. This is actually a new one because usually when people say, "Do you have questions for the show?" Your question for the last ten years has been, "Does anal feel like pooping?" So of course. If Seamus's head's in her asshole, it's a Mike question. And you got a hungry butt. Are you guys also saying yeah, I'm I, not your people? Well, I'm saying that you're, saying? you're infatuated with buttholes first. Well, we've known that for years. Well, I mean, we have them. You're, They're you, interesting, You are right? still my people. You're my people, man. Um, Little disappointed with that one. Me too. Yeah. Because he knows a- that that was a you question and he should have separated you from us. Right, exactly. Oh, so you're disappointed in him for the wrong reason. <laughs> no, I, we're, it's the right reason. We're not guilty by association. This is, should have singled you out and said, what a dipshit question. Mike is not my people. Also, also, Mike, didn't you just like kind of condescend? They're just like, oh, man, they didn't even discuss. Like, it's worth discussing. And then here's what they had to say after discussing the issue. So you're the first thing that they didn't discuss it. And then you said well, they discussed it. I don't it. think that they gave it the... Uh, gravity that it deserved what did you want him to like like that socratic method yeah like a pie chart or something stupid and i i feel like if you're going to ask the experts that have a video game podcast an equation a video game question 
I think Get they mad said Damon like, on this one. Oh, well, Is it Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> People can tuck and roll. Yeah, you could do like a like a like a flip, like a somersault. Christopher Nolan just did a three and a half hour movie about Mike's question about Seamus having her head up her asshole. <laughs> oh, we finally got to the ball. So she's in a suit, right? <laughs> yeah. How do you know the suit just can't do it? Yeah, Maybe the suit can just do it. If Iron Man rolled into a ball, it'd be the suit. No. But I mean, that's the question, I guess, uh, to be fair, on, on Mike's end, yeah. that's what he was asking. That's the discussion he the figured that they it, would Calvin? have. See if I ever so, ask you another so when question. So when the suit goes into a ball, is her head in her butthole at that point? Yeah. I like his question better about nose and vagina, personally. Travis, uh, speaking of uh, disappointment, uh, did you hear that Madonna got sued? Again? Stealing some time. cat's face. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> no, no, it's not a music lawsuit. Uh, no. Two fans have filed a lawsuit against Madonna, accusing her of, quote, false advertising, negligent misrepresentation, and unfair, deceptive trade practices after she started her celebration tour concerts hours late in uh, Brooklyn last what? month. The civil that. lawsuit says she arrived over two hours late to three of her shows, two of which took place during a wor- the work week, Wednesday and Thursday nights. One of those nights, the seven-time Grammy winner, didn't take the stage until almost 11 p.m. What? The yeah. suit lists Madonna, Live Nation, and the venue, Barclays Center, as defendants. Travis, I actually kind of love this. I'd be pissed, too. Fuck that yeah. bitch. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have stuck around. I got a babysitter for this. Yeah, I would have just said, give me my money back. The one thing I will say is I once waited like, I was like four and a half hours for George Clinton and the Parliament Funkadelic to show up. That's what you wait for. Prince's First Avenue Club in in Minnesota. (laughs) And I'll tell you what, the entire crowd stayed in line and was excited. And everybody's like, what the fuck is taking so long? People are sleeping in the corners and shit. But I'll tell you what. When George Clinton and the Parliament Funkadelic started going, that crowd was fucking raging. You tell me that when Madonna starts singing Like a Virgin, that's going to have the same effect? Nah. Nah. <laughs> I, I feel like now that we're older, Travis, I ain't staying up all late. Like well, I I, When I went and now, saw Jeff like Dunham, Travis, he started his show at 3 p.m. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> I fucking appreciated it. I appreciate so, you, Jeff So Madonna starts the show at 11 o'clock. What time does that end? Uh, pretty fucking late. 1, 1 1.32? Nah, if it's Madonna, she's doing an hour max. You think? She probably she's like 80 the, years old. Stamina. You're paying all that money for an hour? Her, her Botox would seize up. How much do you think a Madonna show is? Two oh, Mondays, shit. Hundreds and hundreds of dollars for the worst possible seats. Fucking look at tickets for Bill Burr. Hooey. Travis, I have more disappointing news for you. Oh, great. I love it. You yeah, know, just keep feeding me disappointment. You know how you uh you liked that uh Exorcist Believer movie so much? <laughs> it's because the patriarchy they wouldn't <laughs> let me watch the exorcism. <laughs> well, they canceled Exorcist Deceiver which was going to be the sequel to Exorcist yeah. Believer. They just mm-hmm. canceled it, Travis. Yeah, Believer did so poorly. This was, uh, Blum- I think it was Blumhouse and whoever their partner was on this. Uh, uh, David Gordon Green just completed his Halloween trilogy to very mixed reviews, mostly especially the second and third ones where people either were like defenders or they're like this motherfucker doesn't know how to make uh, <laughs> Halloween movies and they immediately rewarded him by giving him a trilogy of exorcist films which granted I didn't hate 
exorcist believer except for that one terrible terrible line uh by ellen barkin but yeah it performed so badly that they're like nah dude you're not doing the next two brian the really weird thing about them canceling the exorcist deceiver is they had already released a a teaser trailer for the third exorcist film how did that work so they released the the vit why do they just don't release it? Is this all like just tax write-off or they just knew it was going to be that horrible, but they had the teaser ready? I don't know. Uh, you you want to hear it? Yeah. From the makers of Exorcist Believer and Exorcist Deceiver comes the third part of the epic trilogy. Abigail, are you in here? I got my doctorate, you cunt. Exorcist Achiever. Coming soon. Man, you know, they were going in the right direction with that. They're finally getting Zulu or whatever the fuck that demon's name is to get its degree and move out of the house. (laughs) You were so good at this, Mike. You were so good at this. I want the next one too. Start the new trilogy where this, where the demon gets its first job out of grad school. Yeah, but it's like it's just it's but it's it's soul being crushed because it's like you know they they meet the minimum requirements, but it's still like a minimum wage job, and they have to like I went to school. I went to school for eight years to be here getting coffees for this motherfucker. I went to Harvard. <laughs> That's an Ivy League school. <laughs> Travis. Yeah. Uh, I do have one more thing that I really want to share with you. Uh, because somebody pointed out to us on the socials that uh, one of our, our uh, favorite subjects, which we have not talked about in a while, uh, he's kind of like gone viral recently, and Aaron Manning. Who, who that? It gave me an opportunity to revisit them, Travis. Do you remember Postgator dot com? Rooster the Goat, Roger Watson, author, the big giant guy who makes all the videos in his car. Is that the Is that the Walmart guy? Yeah, the guy who was mad at Walmart. Yeah, his followers, they're not supporting him. So, they're not supporting him anymore. They're not giving him money. Oh, like, <laughs> he makes mo- he makes videos, Travis, and people don't give him money for them. I want to ask you something, and I want you to be honest with yourself. Only the people who thought about what I'm about to say comment. If you comment some horse shit, I'm not going to take you serious. If you comment some dumb shit. I'm not going to take you serious. How does he know if they thought about it? But I really want you to ask yourself, did I fail you as a creator? Or did y'all fail me as followers? Is this the dude that you always (laughs) ask me what he said and I usually make it out pretty good? No. Uh He's a different guy. He's an author drunk, but I don't think he's ever written a book. And he is he is what you would call a content creator. 
And what's really weird about Roger Watson Dad, Dad author make money, huh? Travis, is if you try to find Roger Watson author, he has like eight accounts on everything. And it seems like the stuff that he's posting is different on all of them. So I think he's making stuff all the time. And he does these big long live things on TikTok where I think everybody just tells him he looks like a thumb. And well, he does. He 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 looks like a goateed thumb, Travis. He looks like I have one account TikTok, five hundred seventy-seven thousand. Two accounts, over a hundred thousand. Why you got all these accounts? Oh, I good. I saw you here. I got almost thirty thousand on YouTube. Not one. Well, I thought take that back. I own Instagram. I got some paid subscribers. I got I got some subscribers on on Instagram. But out of that, out of that, um, uh, five hundred and seventy-seven thousand followers on TikTok, not one subscriber. He Why should be doing he... all his content on X because if he's getting enough engagement, Elon will write him that fat check. I w- I want you to look this video up if you can, Travis. It's on one of his many many accounts. He has like this sore on his neck that's actively bleeding. Like he's bleeding out of his neck while he's is that the video. Is that the uh, defining point of the video or is that just happening while he's making the video? It's just part of it. Yeah. No, it is never referenced, but you can't stop looking at it and he keeps wiping it. So, I mean, either that or he's picking at it. I don't know. He needs to stop. So he knows it's there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So nobody's told him that essentially his accounts are like car wrecks where you can't help but look. (laughs) But it's not like I'm going to stop by a car wreck and throw a couple of shekels at it. He has some uh, some information as to like why he needs money because he eats a lot. So did of fast it, did it look like he like, got bit need, by a lamprey or something? He, need, or? He, he needs diabetes medicine. But th- yeah, this is why he needs money, Travis. My first wife wanted me to pull out my retirement every four or five years, and we treated it like a tax return and paid off all our debt, which hurt me so that I didn't have that to draw. With me knowing that that may be a consequence, I had to go work a regular job. God oh, no. <laughs> Not that. A, regul- a regular job? I guess maybe he thought he was just going to die. Like maybe- That's what really smart people do. I- I've known a lot of people that like to borrow against their 401ks, and the one thing that they all have in common is a, a-, a vision of the future. <laughs> uh <laughs> They really know where they're going to end up in life as they continuously take loans against their 401k with with no plan to actually pay them back. That's how you beat them, though, right? You just die. I mean, that's the only way to do it. Yeah. Somebody go out there and and, uh, subscribe to his Instagram. Give him another subscriber and tell him. WFOD sent you. Well, I don't see how you can give him uh, all of all of his live stuff. I I think he like throws out his cash app. Travis, do you do cash app? No, I stopped after PayPal. I don't have Venmo. I don't have any of that. Yeah, I, I still only have PayPal. Fuck yeah, he has yeah. he has that cash app, <laughs> Travis. That's where he wants even, you to pay him. Even my wife, who like doesn't use any kind of apps or social media or anything, even she's got Ven- Venmo, yeah. which I was like very confused about. Travis, do you? My pick of the week is obviously American Nightmare, which, guys, by the way, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it and then tweet Brian. Yeah, tweet Brian with all of your questions about American Nightmare. Yeah, uh, 
he'll be standing by his Twitter account just waiting. I'll tell you what, at, it's not my pick. At of the Citizen week. Kranz, uh, he really wants your American Nightmare questions. This, this Ric all Flair day, all energy night. drink, Travis. This Ric Flair energy drink stinks. Are you jazzed up at least a little bit? No, no, I'm just Did, sad that I got to drink four more of these. You, uh, you listen, tweet, tweet, something. tweet, Mike, uh, your favorite Ric Flair moment, and he'll send you a Either can of it. Ric Flair energy drinks. <laughs> mix it with some vodka. It, now, it could be in the prize. Could be in the prize. I Kevin. mean, we'll put it. He, in the prize and he can he, he he can afford the postage because he just got a really good deal on a Mitch Trubisky jersey very recently. <laughs> so he saved a little bit of cash on his wardrobe Wait, so he can afford the uh, increase. How in do the you know service. I got a good deal on it, Travis? How you, do you know I didn't pay full price? You for can this? tell it's Chinese. Well, and, I mean, Mitch Trubisky hasn't been the quarterback of the Chicago Bears for three years. So oh, is it Chinese? Yeah. It, it has the official NFL logo on L- it. Listen, guy, I exclusively buy Chinese knockoffs of stitched NFL jerseys because they're like knockoff? 40 bucks. If I buy actual jerseys, they're like $200. Oh, Fuck that. Yeah. They're the exact same thing. I got my Justin Fields jersey the minute he was drafted. I j- I jumped on my Chinese website, spent like 45 <laughs> bucks on that motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. you, couldn't, you, you can't tell it's fake. This was $2.38, Travis. Uh, drunk, you got a pick of the week? <laughs> yep, so not drunk's pick of the week. Okay. Uh this week I don't you know I don't want to upset Mr. Pastoria. Uh the Royal Rumble is this weekend. Okay. And you know the Rock will be there. The Rock's gonna be at the Royal Rumble? Well, I mean it's not official, but, but probably uh, Assuming uh, taking the news that just happened about the Rock into into consideration yeah. today, he's gonna be there. He'll be What's there. the news about the Rock? The Rock just received his identity back from the WWE. He is now officially the patent holder of the Rock identity. Uh, oh. He all he had to do was give the WWE thirty million dollars, and now he's on the board and he owns the Rock copyright. Wait, pretty bad. The Rock was worth thirty million dollars to the Rock. Yeah, he spent thirty million dollars to get his uh her his wrestling persona back. Wow, I'm peeling off. They're the gonna label. They're, they're gonna make a movie. They're, they're gonna make a movie like that. I'm a peeling off percent. the label of the Ric Flair <laughs> yeah. energy drink to see if like there's a different energy drink underneath it. There's a label on that can. Yeah, they didn't like even plastic. print it on the can. No, it's like plastic, Travis. Uh, oh boy, Ric Flair. Just a metal Ouch. can underneath. It's not a. So also not my pick of the week. Uh, the Australian Open Championships are this weekend. Oh, okay. That, what is that? Golf, tennis. So yeah, by the time this comes out, both of those will be over, guys. But uh, Brian, do you have a pick of the week? So you're not gonna let me have my pick of the week? Oh, and those were not his picks of the week. I thought they were your pick of the I week. Said those were not my picks of the oh, week. Oh, so these are all things that are not your picks. You of the gotta week. be a better listener, bud. <sighs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I've, I've told you once. I'll tell you a million times. When Mike's not sp- actively speaking, he's not listening. That's a thousand percent. <laughs> He's okay. just waiting for the the lull in the conversation <laughs> yeah. so he can talk. <laughs> Drunk's pick of the week is season two of Full Swing. Oh, uh, not Full Swing. Uh, Breakpoint on uh, Netflix. Wasn't that already your pick of the week? Nope. Okay. I don't think so. It just came out last week. Oh, okay. All right. Now. That is one <laughs> hell of a label. Now, now Brian, Brian, you, Brian, you, you got a pick of the week, Brian? 
I'm going to piggyback off of your pick of the week, Mike. So if people watch American Nightmare and think, oh, my gosh, who is going to keep these people accountable? How do I find out more information about this Matt Mustard guy? We'll just go to VallejoSun.com. And if you want to be real cool, stop by and subscribe because we are the most prolific newsroom that covers that department. And uh, we need money. Support journalism, people. <laughs> yeah. Support local journalism, even if it's not your local journalism. Hey, amen, brother. Amen. I don't even have any local jur- journalism anymore. Like, I, my local journalism was bought out by some fucking giant corporation. Gannett. So. Yeah, Gannett so took you a long time ago. RIP Daily Tribune. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, that, a thing where instead of subscribing to a specific newspaper, but like if a newspaper wrote an article that you wanted to read and you could throw 12 cents at it or something, would that be a good thing or would that be a bad thing? Oh, that'd be a great thing. If you're just like, Oh, I found this one article helpful and, or like, you can just, whatever. Yeah. Just, you can go in there and do a one time. I wish they did that. Right. Like I wish, because I try to go on like the Chicago trib and read some bears articles because that's exactly what I need is some more, bullshit chicago bears content like, but like they go and they're like hey it's like nine bucks to subscribe to the, the chicago tribune it's like no dude i'll give you 25 cents to read just this article and then the next time i see an article i want to read i'll give you 50 cents for that one i don't want to your whole goddamn newspaper i'm not in chicago yeah what happened oh, it, brian is uh i accidentally forwarded something to past guest travis irvine instead of uh co-host travis hulse and he replied by sending me like four news articles to a Columbus, Ohio newspaper that I would have had to subscribe to the Columbus, Ohio newspaper to read. And so like, if I would have clicked on that and Travis Irvine had taken the time to send it to me, I'd have paid like, you know, 50 cents to read it or something, but I'm not going to pay like for a month subscription to a Columbus newspaper. Well, and then they're going to like renew you if you don't cancel right away. It's like, get off my, get off my jock. So, so for us, the case in point, which is more important than anything else, we just we're not behind a paywall. Some places can do that, but we're small, we're local for us, it's more important. So especially like once this once this thing dropped, like my article about Matt Mustard, you know, skyrocketed to the top. And we're getting some clicks, but yeah, if you're there and you're like, man, how did going forward, how do we make sure this doesn't happen again? Right. Find somebody like the Sun or whoever you like that's doing investigative work you like. You can just drop five bucks once that five dollars leaves your account, unsubscribe. That's it. Huh. One-time donation, but there yeah, you, any there you go, people. Yeah, just that simple for us. But uh, yeah, we just appreciate any type of support, even retweets, stuff like that. VallejoSun.com. Does Vallejo Sun have a cash app? <laughs> <laughs> Do you still I, I've now? always said like individual reporters should just have like it oh, should this be in their like byline. Venmo me. Yeah, it should and be in the Venmo me and nickel. I don't care. A hundred percent. It should be just like these dipshit YouTube creators where they put their all of their different payment options in there. It's like every byline should just have like the different payment options that you can send. And it's like, oh, I like this journalist. Uh, get, I'll toss him a couple bucks. Buy him a yeah, cup of coffee. I, I, and I think you're right, too. If you're just like, I'm just going to support this one journalist. But then again, you know, who wants to be that one journalist? Like, nobody likes me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know who to lay off. <laughs> oh, I'd say too soon, but that's just evergreen. So whatever. <laughs> who got laid off today? Oh, today is the LA Times. Mar, mar. Oh, shit. Travis, pick of the week. Uh, Yeah. You know, I've been watching a lot of great things. Mostly I I just finished Louder Milk that I think was my pick of the week last yeah, week. Uh, uh, but a lot of good stuff I put on my list here this week. Uh, but my pick of the week this week is not a piece of content. 
It's a man. Jason Kelsey is my pick of the week. Jason Kelsey was living his best life during the divisional round of the NFL playoffs when the Kansas City Chiefs played the Buffalo Bills. He was shirtless. He was excited. He was chugging a lot of beers. He's having a good time. He was living the ultimate dude's rock life that day. You can look up the videos. Jason Kelsey was like shotgunning beers with Buffalo Bills fans at their tailgates. He was jumping out of his private box that Taylor Swift was in to just chug beers with Buffalo Bills fans. He was out there lifting up little girls who said that they wanted to show Taylor Swift their sign that they made. So he would hold up the little girls to the box. So and be like, Taylor, they want to show you this sign. Yeah, I got a fucking sign. <laughs> got a sign here. And he's lifting it up to take a picture. Jumping back in the box, jumping back out of the box. This dude was crushing it at life. He was so happy to not be playing football, to but but to be able to get hammered and oh, watch football, football like a true dude. Yeah. So Jason Kelsey, dude's rock. It's an excellent pick. He's my pick of the week. So awesome. So, so Look up the videos. You can't help but be like that dude was having the time of his fucking life and seeing him have the time of his life. Makes me feel good. Charles, my sister lives in Kansas City, and she was sending me pictures of uh, like local bakers were like putting him on cakes. <laughs> That's awesome. That's pretty of funny. They were. So uh, I consider myself a pretty diehard NFL fan. I love it. You're the same. Why? Why are all these people so upset at Taylor Swift? Let her go to the goddamn games. You know what well, it did? And you're mad at the it- wrong people. You get mad at CBS for keeping showing her if you don't want yeah. to. ESPN yeah. sends me alerts telling me that she's at the game. Just stop doing that. She's, Of course she is. There was, yeah. In that the Kansas City game uh, versus Miami, when you could barely see out of the box windows and she's like peeking through like it's Christmas morning and she's looking outside. <laughs> That's at an the awesome freshly picture, hewn by the way. snow. That fucking I picture. I think I know what you're talking Awesome. It's, it's, yeah. It should be an album cover. It's beautiful. And that ja- that jacket that she was wearing, and then uh, Brittany Mahomes also had one yeah. that just happened to be another NFL player's uh, wife who was making these custom jackets. Yeah. Like, all of this is great. Like, I don't love seeing Taylor Swift's face pop up every two seconds, but at the same time, it doesn't make me angry. I don't who give a fuck who else coach. I mean, I, what, what, what I would like I would like to see Taylor Swift's face more than I want to see Travis Kelsey's face, because fuck that guy <laughs> all over the place. Well, I mean, that guy has never met a camera that he wasn't a real big fan of. Get him, Gator. Love his brother, though. God, that guy's fucking awesome. Sure. <laughs> when they first showed him and after that freaking Travis Kelsey touchdown and he just popped out with that beer in his hand, it looked like a nondescript can of beer and he's just shirtless and doing like the full Rah! and then jumping on social media and seeing all of these videos of him just getting hammered in the stands by jumping out the box window <laughs> is the funniest fucking thing. <laughs> there is actually a video that I saw today where, uh, Jason Kelsey's mom told Patrick Mahomes' dad to go out of the box window and tell Jason he had to get back in the box because he was embarrassing <laughs> her. <laughs> Unfucking believe that's like I said, dude's fucking rock. So awesome. I love it so much. Jason Kelsey. Guys, I think uh, that- <laughs> I think we did it. Uh hell yeah. Brian, thank you. Another thank you for hanging out. It was fun seeing you. Um we should do this again sometime. Uh, yeah, maybe next time somebody will give me a heads up of what we're talking about. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Travis, Travis, do you know what it really is? I know why they didn't tell you. Why? They're jealous that I've actually met you in person. Uh, exactly. <laughs> 100% it. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to this installment of WFOD. If you enjoyed it, subscribe so you don't miss the next one on Apple, Spotify, iHeart, or your player of choice. While you're there, please take a moment to share a link, tell a friend, leave a review, or do any of the other things podcasts ask you to do. Our operation is 100% independent, so your support is appreciated. We don't advertise, so we rely on word of mouth to spread the gospel of the dub fod. The music featured in this podcast is provided by Carl Casey at White Bat Audio. You can leave us a question or comment via telephone on the hand hotline at 636-487-HAND or by email at mike at wfodshow.com. Special thanks, as always, to our Patreon sponsors, Assistant Treads, Benny Michaels, Brian Kranz, Liquid Lozenge, Valerie Carpenter, Jay Adson, and Rabbit Poundings. You can be a Patreon sponsor yourself for as little as a dollar a month and receive early access to episodes at patreon.com slash WFODicks. Our entire back catalog is available on WFODshow.com, as well as cola rankings, flat drunks, and more. Check us out on social media at WFODshow on Twitter and Instagram, or WFODicks on Facebook and YouTube. We'll be back next week, but really, we're never gone. Take care. I was made aware, Travis, that we're really close to episode 666, and uh, Pepper texted me and asked me if he could be on episode 666. No, dog. We're going to skip that, just like uh, hotels skip the 13th floor. I said, yeah, sure. I don't don't care. And he just replied, sick. No, no. (laughs) There's not going to be an episode 666. We can have him on. Yeah. But he'll be on either 665 or 667 because there's not going to be a 666. If we told him it was 666 and then it just wasn't. And then just make it 667. Yeah. Travis, you you want to know something fun? Yeah. Uh, At the Vallejo Police Department, uh, they also skipped badge number 666. (laughs) (laughs) That's a callback, guys. That's a callback. (laughs) No, no Ben in that badge.